Brother, I, the way my nerves are, I'll take it. Amen. Whatever's in that bottle, box or whatever. Uh, praise the Lord. But uh, I'm, uh, I'm starting off this morning. So y'all awake? I trust you are. My wife falls asleep. Y'all wake her up back there. Amen. But uh, it's a blessing to be here. I, I remember when I played ball, I never could jump too well or dunk too well. But uh, they had a dunk contest one time and, and about five of us was in it. And, I, and they said, you go first. I said, no, I got to be motivated. I got to watch some of y'all do it and mess up before <laughs> I get up there and try it. And so, uh, but uh, what a blessing it is uh, to be here. And uh, I've gotten help down through the years and come here first when I was about seven or eight. My youngest is that age now and I'll never forget it. And uh, it does something to you. It'll do something to your heart and put something in it that you'll never get away from. And I may get away from it, but it won't get away from me. Amen. And uh, I thank the Lord for it. But I, let's get in the Word of God. I'm going to keep my time here in Mark chapter number 15. I love Brother Sutherland. Thank God for him. He's been a blessing in my life, uh, encouragement to me as well as my church down through these years. And that uh, we certainly love him and appreciate him. Uh, first time he ever come back in what? Oh, uh, something, 11, 12. Uh, he came in, was having a cookout. He said, well, I'm, I'm kind of on a little diet here. Well, he's never said that again since he started when, when he came back. Amen. But uh, he learned that we're going to uh, feed him well uh, when he comes. And we thank God for him and his preaching, his stand, and his unchanging stand these changing days. I thank God for it. But uh, Mark chapter 15, if you would. And we want to start reading there in verse number 42. Mark 15, verse 42. And the Bible says, and now when the even that was come, because it was a preparation, that is the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, an honorable counselor, which also waited for the kingdom of God, came and went in boldly unto Pilate and craved the body of Jesus. And Pilate marveled if he were already dead. And calling unto him the centurion, he asked him whether he had been any while dead. And when he knew it of the centurion, he gave the body to Joseph. And he brought fine linen and took him down and wrapped him in the linen and laid him in a sepulcher which was hewn out of a rock and rolled a stone unto the door of the sepulcher. And Mary Magdalene and, the mother, or, and Mary, the mother of Joseph, beheld where he was laid. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, I sure do thank you this morning for letting us come one more time to the house of God. Lord, I pray that you'd get glory to yourself and you only this morning. God, we thank you for this camp. Lord, I thank you for the memory of it in my life, my heart, and Lord, what it's meant down through the years. Lord, I'm thankful not only for the past of it, Lord, what glory is in the past, but God, I thank you for the present of it. Lord, I thank you that it's still a standing on the firm foundation. And God, I pray it'll be a constant a uh, place of refuge for folks to come to get recharged and refired with a fresh desire to serve you. And Lord, may we all go home, Lord, with more of an eagerness to serve. And Lord, I pray that you touch us. Bless Brother Sutherland, God, and his family. Lord, I pray you'll flourish them here, God, and you'll give them every desire of their heart. And Lord, just do a work, God. When we leave here, we'll know you met with us and not we ourselves. And we'll praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You know, it was a dark day for the followers of the Lord Jesus Christ here in our text. Their, uh, in, to, in their natural lookout, their Lord was dead and the sun of their souls had set. Uh, and the sad truth was that all the disciples had forsaken him and fled. Uh, and he was dead upon the cross. And his enemies hoped that, that this was an end of him. Uh, 
And his followers even thought for a moment uh, that he was gone to return no more. A few women who had remained about the cross uh, and they were true to the very end. They were faithful unto death. Uh, but what could they do to obtain his sacred body and give it honorable burial? And that priceless flesh seemed to be in danger of the fate which usually awaited the body of malefactors. Uh, and at that perilous moment, you'll see the, a man by the name of Joseph of Arimathea. A city, uh, Arimathea was a city of the Jews of whom uh, we never heard before. And all of a sudden, uh, he suddenly appears. He made his appearance. Uh, he was the very man needed for this occasion. A man of influence, a man of possessing the kind of influence which was powerful with Pilate. Uh, he was a rich man. He was a counselor, a member of the Sanhedrin, a person of weight and character. And Joseph had been in hiding. We're told, I believe in Matthew, that Joseph, he was a disciple of the Lord. Uh, and yet he was one of those secret disciples, probably cowardly before because of Pilate and some things uh, uh, where he was. And, but now he came to the cross. Uh, and he saw how matters stood. Uh, and then here in our text, he went boldly unto Pilate uh, and he craved the body of the Lord Jesus and obtained it. Uh, and here's what I thought I want to get to us today uh, for just a moment. Uh, and the fact is that God will always have a Joseph. Uh, Joseph came on the scene uh, at the right time. Uh, and it could be at one out in the forefront uh, or one that had been behind the scenes in a obscurity, uh, but friend, there will always be a Joseph. Uh, friend, there was a Joseph, you remember, for Israel uh, in Egypt uh, back in the Old Testament. Uh, he was loved by his father, uh, but he was hated by his brothers. Uh, and they took him and sold him into Egypt. He there was falsely accused, uh, mistreated, uh, mishandled, uh, thrown into prison, uh, and yet in due time, uh, he ascended to the second in command over Egypt's land. Uh, and it was there in the prison uh, that Joseph no doubt hungered. Uh, he had little food, uh, uh, but yet uh, uh, very soon he had all the food. Uh, and during that famine, uh, if anybody was going to get bread, uh, they had to go to Joseph. Uh, they may have went to the king, they may have went to Pharaoh, uh, and he said, if you want bread, you got to go see Joseph. Uh, what a picture it is of this day. Uh, folks are starving to death. Uh, and you know what we need to tell them? Uh, if you want bread, I know who to send you to. Amen. Uh, it is a heavenly Joseph. Uh, friend, there will always be a Joseph. Uh, oh, you think uh, there was a Joseph that acted uh, to him as a father's part at his birth, uh, as an earthly father. Uh, there was another Joseph that arranged for the, his burial at his death. Uh, and there was a, that was a dark day. Uh, and there was a dark day, you remember, in the history of Israel, in the Old Testament history. You remember when the eyes of Eli, that servant of God, had failed him. And worse still, he was almost as blind uh, spiritually, mentally as he was physically. For his sons, Hophni and Phinehas, uh, made themselves vile and he restrained them not. Uh, and it seemed as if God was going to forsake Israel. But all of a sudden, who was this little boy who was brought in by his mother? This tiny child who was to be left in the sanctuary to serve God as long as he lived. Uh, I mean, he wears a little coat uh, made with his mother's hands uh, who, who loved him uh, who was it uh, well it, it is the Joseph for Israel his name was Samuel uh, at a time when everything seemed dark uh, at a time when everything seemed 
dreary. Uh, guess what? God said to Joseph right in the midst. Uh, I'm telling you uh, what a servant of the Lord, uh, a holy example uh, that uh, he was to them. I want to ask you something this morning, friend. Uh, what are you worried about? Uh, if we got a pen and paper and went around this room, uh, you could say, well, this one and that one. If we started testifying of every burden on our hearts, uh, whether it's something family, whether it's something in the church, uh, I'll tell you there's a lot of things that may be weighing you down this morning. Uh, maybe it looks like globally. We look at our land and uh, we heard good last night. I still love my country, uh, but does it seem hopeless to you for a moment? Uh, I want to say today, let the infidels rage on uh, and let them mock uh, and let them curse uh, and let them scoff uh, because, friend, there will be a Joseph uh, that will appear at the right time, uh, at the right place. Uh, our scripture, our text says, uh, Joseph of Arimathea, an honorable counselor. And as I've already said, uh, we hear no more Joseph uh, uh, than what is recorded here. He shines out when he's wanted, when he's needed. Uh, and then it seems like he disappears. Uh, and we, uh, we could do a lot of supposing here, but we'll just let, let it stop where the pen of the Holy Ghost stopped. But I want to just uh, bring out a couple things uh, concerning this. God will always have a Joseph. But look, notice the fear that kept Joseph in. Now here's a great warning to all of us believers. See, Joseph was a disciple of the Lord, uh, but secretly for fear of the Jews. And fear at times can allow us uh, to conceal our faith. And friend, that's an evil thing. And there's a lot of young people here. Uh, and a lot of times young people get to a place, uh, they're trying to impress uh, uh, their peers. They're trying to uh, act like they're cool. As a matter of fact, a lot of you young people, you want to laugh, but sometimes you think you're too cool to laugh. Uh, and friend, it's okay to laugh. It's okay to have a good time in the Lord. Uh, but a lot of times we get scared to death. And we think we're, we're, we're trying to impress folks that we don't like, don't really like us, uh, and don't remember us. Uh, and I'm telling you, a lot of times for fear, uh, we cave in spiritually uh, and we give up and give out. Uh, and I will tell you, there's a, a fear today that is going around. Churches are fearful. Christians are fearful. Preachers are fearful. Uh, they're scared to death to get up and preach this book, friend. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, there's going to come a day unless the Lord comes, uh, they're going to pass laws uh, against uh, this word of God they already have uh, and friend we must what do we do do we shut our Bibles uh, and tell our congregations well uh, I guess we just going to have to stop preaching oh no and so much the more as you see the day approaching uh, what do we do open this old King James Bible and preach the word of God uh, and be instant in season out of season uh, and reprove rebuke and exhort with all long suffering and doctrine uh, the fear that kept Joseph in Fear that can leads us to conceal our faith. We're not to be Christians secretly because of the fear of man. The last two or three years has been a heartache on churches and lives and homes and families. And we are to let our light so shine before men so that we can take selfies of ourselves and let everybody know how great we are. Oh no. We live in a selfie generation. We live in a selfish generation. Uh, friend, uh, I, I, I mean, look at me. Uh, I mean, I'm, hey, I'm preaching at Faith Baptist Camp. Uh, come on, Brother Randy. Uh, oh, look at there. I'm telling you, friend, uh, what we are to do is to let our light so shine uh, so that the lost world can see our good works and say, what in the world is that all about? I'll tell you what it's about. It's about a God of glory that came 
changed my life. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. I'm scared of heights. Praise God. I better get back over here. I'm glad you put that rail there. I'd have fell off. But you think about it. Jesus told his disciples, he said, what I tell you in darkness, that speak you in light. And what you hear in the ear, that preach you upon the housetops. And fear not them which, are, which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. But see, we should be careful to give honor to Jesus. I love the old hymn, Onward Christian Soldiers, marching as to war with the cross of Jesus going on before. You say, well, preacher, we got a lot of young people. Where's the smoke machines and where's the praise team? I'll tell you where the praise team is, right there, amen. The worship leader in every church ought to be the pastor, Amen. And I'm just saying, it's okay for you young people to, to hear the old songs of Zion. But a lot of times we let fear let us get in the closet. It's a sad day. Uh, Christians are going in the closet and sodomites are coming out. This land was better when Christians was out on the street preaching the gospel and giving out tracts and witnessing. And you didn't see as many of the others coming out of the closet. I'm just saying the fear that kept Joseph in, the fact that brought Joseph out. Joseph did not come out uh, after all. There was something that happened that brought him out. It was the power of the cross. Now, he, had, he knew about the life of Christ, uh, and we know it was a perfect life. Don't you let anybody, and young people, don't let any movie tell you otherwise. I saw a film one time. I just glanced through it, and here they were. They were in the so-called the Jordan River. That deep, so that film said. And here they are standing there and he's, he's sprinkling people. Uh, we're so dry down our way, we take anything, amen. We take a Methodist baptism about right now, amen. Uh, but uh, here they were, Jesus comes up and, 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 and he was gonna sprinkle him and he said, do you repent of all your sin? I turned the channel, wanted to throw the television out in the yard. Uh, that's blasphemy. Don't you let Hollywood or anybody else tell you uh, that my Lord was not perfect. Uh, he, was, he walked this earth and never one wrong deed, never one wrong thought. Uh, everything he did, did uh, was in accordance with God the Father. Uh, I'm telling you, friend, uh, thank God for the power of his life. Uh, but Joseph saw another power. It was the power of the cross. Uh, the life of Christ, yes, drew him the miracles. Uh, oh, but there was something about the power of the cross. Uh, the shameful death of the cross had greater power over Joseph than all the beauty of Christ's life. Uh, and if there's nothing else that makes you and I come out uh, and stand for God, it ought to be the old rugged cross. Uh, it ought to be the, the one that hung between two thieves. Uh, it ought to be the Lamb of God that came to take away the sin of the world. Uh, and friend, uh, it's amazing to me uh, uh, for what folks called persecution today. Well, somebody defriended me on Facebook. Poor thing. We're just being persecuted. Well, we're just, I'm not getting as many likes as I want to. If we, I found myself, if I'd quit worrying about everybody else and get my face in this book and say, oh God, fill me up, not with another man's work, but with your word. I'll find out that I can go to the pulpit full of the Holy Ghost instead of full of myself. I've done that. It don't work out too well. I'm saying that if nothing else makes us 
step out, it ought to be the power of the cross. Paul said it this way in Galatians, God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me and I unto the world. I love what he said, the more, less you know about the world, the better. I told my people a while back, it's one of these things, Brother Randy, it wasn't in my notes. And I said, parents, if your, if your little old child has a cell phone unrestrained, you need to sue your brain for non-support. Why? Because it's allowing them to find more out about the world quicker than they need to. Hey, we'll be adults. You'll be adults one day. You'll figure it all out. You'll see more than you want to see. I'm telling you, thank God for the fact that we can serve God. And Paul said, I'm going to glory in the cross. At the cross, at the cross. Where I first saw the light. And the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith. I received my sight. And now I'm happy all the day. You look at these movie stars, you think, oh, they're so happy. No, they're not. They're fakers, amen. They're hypocrites. They're, they're not real. When the lights and camera go off, they go home and they fill their self up. I don't know what that is, amen. But they fill their self up with everything that they can take just to get a night's rest. But I'm glad I can go to bed at night, wake up in the morning in my, in my half right mind, amen. I'm like Brother Epps, and my wife's a morning person. She wants to give me a sermon, say, this is a good thought. I say, I'm not looking for a thought. I'm looking for coffee. Amen, But I'm just saying, uh, God had uh, the cross. But notice the feeling that bound Joseph under. Not only did the cruelty of the cross touch Joseph, but the reality of it did as well. He, he observed how all the friends of the Lord had departed and fled from him. Those that said, we'll be with you. Remember when Peter told him, I'll go with you all the way. And the other one said the same thing. We're with you, Lord. How many folks even in the independent Baptist realm have drifted in this day and time? Oh, we're in this old time religion until Jesus comes. But they've left the word of God. They've, they're leaving the fundamentals of the faith and I, I'm saying the, uh, there was uh, some things. He, he watched how some left. You and I are watching how some are leaving uh, uh, the fundamentals of the truth. Uh, and only a few women and John stood by the cross while everybody else had forsaken him. When everybody else ran away, uh, then one who had lived in secrecy uh, steps up to claim his body. Not just him, but you, you also hear the man by the name of Nicodemus. Uh, you remember when he came to Jesus by night? Uh, oh, he found somebody that did more for him uh, than all the religion that he knew. Uh, and friend, when you get a taste of a relationship with Jesus, uh, you'll throw religion out the door and you'll say, I want Jesus and Jesus only. Uh, the Lord Jesus, in case we're not, in case you're wondering, he's not hanging on a cross today. You don't have to wear a crucifix around your neck to be spiritual. You need the Holy Ghost in your heart. 
uh, he's not uh, he's still not he's not uh, somebody mentioned a lot of times our church services our uh, uh, churches represent funeral homes uh, I'm telling you uh, we're not going to, to, to mourn over somebody that died uh, no we go to rejoice over somebody that lives amen uh, we ought to go uh, and rejoice in the fact uh, that he lives he lives uh, Christ Jesus lives today you ask me how I know he lives he lives within my heart amen if I could have jumped up on that thing I would but I'd break my back amen stand up stand up for Jesus ye soldiers of the cross lift high your uh, royal banner you must not suffer loss I love what the old song inspiration saying I'm not ashamed to stand and say that I love Jesus. I'm not ashamed to say I'm trusting in his word. I'm not ashamed to lift up high the bloodstained banner. Why? Because I'm saved. I'm not ashamed. Then you'll notice the faith that honored him above. Joseph put himself under a personal risk when he stepped out and asked Pilate for the body of the Lord Jesus. He was among the same bunch today that had threatened Peter and John. Remember in Acts chapter 4? I call that the first ACLU. The first Freedom From Religion Foundation. It says they called unto them and said this. They commanded them not to speak at all nor teach in the name of Jesus. See that same offspring today is still alive and prevalent. They're putting out threatenings to God's people. They're trying to silence and steal Christianity and yet we must go marching on in the face of persecution. In Acts chapter 8, it says, And Saul, who was Paul, but Saul, before he got saved, was consenting unto Stephen's death. And at that time, there was great persecution against the church that was at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered abroad throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria. Therefore, they that were scattered abroad, notice, went everywhere preaching the word. You say, what's going on? I'll tell you what went on. The more they tried to stop it, the more it spread. And friend, I don't know what all they had their, uh, the liberals and their uh, aim is, uh, but I'll tell you what, uh, the gospel is continuing to go out. Uh, it's still a spreading uh, and preachers are still a preaching and singers are still singing and soul winners are still telling the gospel. I'm telling you, they may try to stop it, uh, but they cannot stop it, amen. They cannot stop it. What will it cost you to really take a stand for Jesus? Are you willing to pay that cost? Am I willing to pay it? Can you leave all and follow him? Jesus said, when he, had, he said to him, whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself. Oh, we want to serve the Lord. But he said that first, let him deny himself. Young people, deny yourself. Deny that wickedness that you're looking at, the pornography. You, I guarantee in this room, there's, there's those in here that is looking at things you should not be looking at. I guarantee you there's things that are consuming you and the world has filled you up so much that God, there's no room left to fill you with the Lord. He said, deny ourselves and take up, take up his cross and follow me. As I close in a dark day, a day when it appears that everybody has bowed their knee. Young people don't believe that lie. I thought the same thing. Yeah, I, I got lonely at times. I didn't do everything I should. Preacher's kid and all that. Uh, but I, I'm telling you, it, it pays to stay with the Lord. 
You won't have any regret. It's better to remember the Lord in your days of youth and being able to look ahead with anticipation than to forget Him and have to look back with regret. How many of us adults, uh, how many of you have regret when you look back in your past? If you could only re-go back and sit in some of the seat at the age of some of these young people before the stars came, before the turmoil came, before the time when you got away from God, you would say, no, no, as Brother Green said, if you only knew what was at the end of the road. Everybody thinks everybody's bound. Keep in mind and heart that God will always have a Joseph for every age and stage and every generation uh, to raise up and wave the old banner of truth. Uh, may the Josephs of this day uh, stand up and speak up uh, and say, I shall not be moved. Uh, just like that old tree uh, planted by the rivers of water. Uh, thank God, uh, stay with it, stick to it, uh, and stand for it until he calls you home. Uh, hey, God will always have a Joseph in every stage and age. Uh, but I leave you with this. Personal thought to our hearts. Will you be that Joseph for such a time as this? Amen.